Well, hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 95. I'm Emily McDermott, and I'm here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Can you believe we're at the end of January already? We just got back from Disney World a couple of days ago, and I just couldn't believe that the month is almost gone. Maybe you had some resolutions to start decluttering, and you've kind of fallen off track, and that is totally normal, but we are all about small, consistent efforts here. That is why I'm really excited to bring you today's episode about the three questions you can ask yourself to supercharge your decluttering efforts. I think this will be a super helpful, super tactical episode for you. And with that in mind, what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. I want to make sure you check out the show notes today because there's going to be a lot of great stuff there, not only the related episodes to what we're talking about today, but also some information about some upcoming summits that I am participating in, as well as some other information that you don't want to miss because we are doing challenges again in the Facebook group, tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. We're doing actually a reset challenge this week, and then we'll go back to some of our more regular decluttering challenges in the future. It really is the best way to get accountability for your decluttering journey. And the other thing that I want to remind you of is the coaching that I offer. And I have heard from a lot of you who have written reviews lately, which we're going to get into the winner of the 100k giveaway here in just a minute, but you have really told me how the podcast episodes have helped you, how you've been able to take what we talk about here and turn it into action. And that is what I want the most. I want to be able to help moms declutter their homes, heads and hearts. That's why I'm here. So if you're able to do that by yourself and do it consistently, that is fantastic. If you need additional support, come into the Facebook group. But if you need handholding an exact plan, what do I do today? What do I do tomorrow? What do I do the next day? A one hour coaching session with me can really put you on the right track. And I am going to be having some episodes coming up here shortly about how it has helped some of the ladies that were in the Facebook group and got coaching and how it really talking about supercharge, (laughs) really supercharged their efforts. So definitely check out the show notes today with all of those important links. 
All right, let's jump into these three questions and they kind of build on each other. So the first question that we have is, what is the natural boundary or container that I can use for this category of items? So we talk a lot here about the container concept, which is way back in episode six, but it is from Dana K. White, and it is an artificial boundary around a category of things. So a natural container or boundary might be a drawer. It might be a bookshelf. I was just thinking as I got ready this morning, I have a little basket with my toiletries that I can take out from under my vanity. That's like a natural container. And also we can have sub containers or sub organized sections of a container. For example, my dresser drawer, I have, I'm not very fancy. <laughs> I take Amazon boxes or shoe boxes to make them fit the drawer. And then I might have my socks in one section and my underwear in another section, my bras in another section, but I'm able to use that container concept for those subcategories of things within that boundary. And so we don't need to run to the container store and get all the bins and all the things. We can use what we have and we want to get comfortable with that natural boundary. So we're going to be playing the game that I love talking about, right? Love like, maybe no, where we pick that boundary and we start with the things that we love and we use, then we move to the things that we like. And when we start getting to those maybes, that might be we decide, okay, I'm just going to declutter it or you use the out of sight, out of mind bin to put it away and delay that decision temporarily see whether you actually need it, and then decide whether you can let it go. And obviously for the nose, that would be decluttering right away or throwing away. So that is kind of the first question that is going to be our baseline for decluttering. And I just want to give an example of a bookshelf because I feel like it's a really great visual example. But let's say instead of one bookshelf, you had like five bookshelves. Okay. So you're filling it with what you're using and what you're loving. And the point is that books aren't all over the place. They're not on the floor. They're not on the kitchen table. They're not in your, you know, kids rooms. They're not all over the place. You have one designated spot for those books, but perhaps in this case, you love books so much that you have five full bookshelves. That is kind of like the first go round using that natural boundary or container concept. And then we're going to move on to question number two, which is kind of the second step. And this I feel like is really important and is sometimes missed when we're doing decluttering, which is does the container reflect the value that I place on this item? Here's what I mean by this. Let's go back to the bookshelf example. Okay, you have all the books on the bookshelves. That's great. And you have five bookshelves. So the question is, do you actually value five bookshelves worth of books? <laughs> do you want to be cleaning them? Do you want to be dealing with them all the time? Do you want to be trying to find books within five bookshelves? Do you use them all? Perhaps the answer is yes. And so you can keep that amount, but if not, you can consider changing that boundary based upon what actually matters to you. Here's another example. Let's say your kids have 30 pairs of pants in their drawers. Do they actually wear them all? Have you ever done an audit 
of what they actually wear. I know at least for my boys, there are certain pairs of pants that they don't really like because maybe they fall down a little bit or they're not super comfortable. And so one thing you can do, which is kind of a trick, is do what I like to call the to the left hack. I always think of the Beyonce song, right? To the left, to the left. And you have everything in the drawer and you just take the first thing on the left, move things over. The next day you wear the next thing on the left, move it over. And so you're seeing if there's anything that you skip. And if there's anything that you skip, again, we want to either use that out of sight, out of mind bin, or maybe just declutter it. Another thing to consider when you're looking at this question is asking yourself, okay, am I surrounded by things that are seasonal or kind of these just for when items like a heavy winter coat when it's not really cold anymore? And can it be stored somewhere easily instead of taking up space and kind of your day-to-day living space? And that way you're able to have the things around you be what you're valuing and using right now. So the first question is using that natural boundary or container and then asking the question number two, does the container reflect the value I place on the item? Then we're gonna go to kind of this third level, this third question, which is, does this container reflect my capacity to manage it? We talk a lot about capacity here. And when we're talking about managing our stuff, it's a combination of cleaning it, uh, finding it, (laughs) and our inventory, which I'm gonna talk about here in a little bit, and just kind of knowing what our inventory is of those things. Think about, the bins of clothes for your kids that they aren't wearing right now, or maybe they've grown out of clothes and you're keeping them in case you have another child. And so that is mental inventory. And so let's think of an example. I always have this issue, which is that I have a pantry in the basement that is kind of like our extra pantry food. And I don't do a thorough inventory before I go to Costco. I can't remember what I have, so then I end up getting duplicates. That is an example of me exceeding my capacity because I don't actually have a handle on like what I own. (laughs) Another is if you're having a hard time finding things, are you having a hard time finding a specific toy your kid is asking for? library books. Maybe there's a certain piece of jewelry you want to wear, but you can never find it. If you can't find what you need, then you're exceeding your capacity. Now think about this. You are out shopping and you're not sure whether you have something. And so you call your husband. Are you able to give him exact directions and to where to go to look for that particular thing? Like, does it have a home? Does everything have a home? If not, if you're like, oh, I think it's in this drawer, but maybe it's over here. It could be in that closet or perhaps over there. You're probably exceeding your capacity. So we want to make sure that as we're deciding, not only does this container make sense and does it make sense based upon my values, does it make sense based upon what I'm able to manage? And we've spoken about the recalibration of enough, like what is enough to us? And can that be decreased so that we're able to live more within our capacity? These are all kind of difficult questions perhaps to think about, but it really is a process. And once you really are using the container concept to the fullest, then you're going to be able to really 
live within your capacity and make sure that you are living in alignment with your values, which is really what we are all about. Okay, I just realized (laughs) that I went through the entire episode and I get so incredibly excited. And so now we're going to announce the winner of the 100k giveaway. Yay. So first of all, thank you to everyone who reviewed the show, who did screenshots and sent me um, sharing with their friends or their family members. We went from no one entering to two people entering to then 15. And I'm very happy with that. So without further ado, the winner of the 100k giveaway after the spin of the Wheel of Names, shout out to wheelofnames.com, is Allison Rothwell. So Allison won a $100 Amazon gift card. Allison, I'll be reaching out to you shortly and we will be having these giveaways periodically. I just really appreciate any review that you can leave. And also I shouldn't say any review that you can leave. (laughs) The positive five-star ones are always nice, but also sharing it with your family and friends. It means so much. And even from this giveaway, I was able to kind of tick upwards in one area, helping to get my podcast out to more people. And I'm ranking in all these countries. And I'm just so thankful and so thankful for all of you listening. So before we go, let's review these three questions. Number one, what is the natural boundary slash container or subcontainer I can use for this category of items? Number two, does this container reflect the value I place on this item? And number three, does this container reflect my ability to manage this item? On Thursday, we're going to be talking to author and podcaster Barb Raveling all about the difference between living by desire and living by design. So we can be more intentional as moms and not go as frequently towards coping mechanisms such as social media scrolling, alcohol, emotional eating, and more. So I'm looking forward to seeing you back here on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.